Merry Christmas! And happy Christmas to you! What do you mean? Happy Christmas! What is this? It's merry. It's not happy. Happy Christmas! Oh, I don't know what you're talking about. Well, that's, um, you're speaking incorrectly, Enzo. No, that's what they say in England. They say happy Christmas. In England? What do they know about English? Yeah, well, I mean, they, I think they know a thing or two. I mean, Father Christmas from there, innit? Nah, they do say Merry Christmas too, but Happy Christmas is actually quite common. And I remember being confused at first, like, oh, but why are they saying Happy Christmas? It's supposed to be Merry Christmas. That's what I learned. But well, yeah, because you learned from all of our movies and they speak correctly. Yeah, but where else do you hear Merry other than Merry Christmas? Well, it's very associated with Christmas time. Yeah, but why, why, Mary why not Bright. happy? Why not happy? And Mary, the mother of Jesus. No, that's Mary, not Mary. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't no, know, but I it mean, is Merry Christmas. If can I, I say Happy Christmas, what, that's strange. Can I say Merry Birthday? No. See? Why can't I say Happy Christmas? I well, think. because I'm not, I'm not saying Happy Birthday is like a wish to you that you have a happy birthday. Merry yeah. Christmas is like... All of us together are celebrating that having a is merry bullshit. time. That is bullshit. That's the thought it brings to me. Why don't you say Merry New Year then? I don't. What do I say for New Year? I happy say New happy. Year. Yeah, I guess. Right. I so you can say Happy Christmas. I don't know. It's crazy how things are just so different from one country to another. Yeah, right? I know, and how I mean, everybody else is wrong. Someone That's should so do weird. a podcast about that kind uh, of thing. Maybe that could be our next topic. Christmas. Christmas. Yeah, let's do Christmas. Yes, let's do Christmas. I mean. I love Christmas, you know, just that, that warm feeling of being outside when it's super hot and, you know, going to the beach and having a barbecue outside. It's great. I, I have it. no idea what you're talking about. Dude, Christmas, you know, that time of year where it's really hot is because it's right in the middle of summer and people just have barbecues outside and eat outside uh, with short sleeves yeah. and everything. So I experienced this. This was uh, the South America Chilean Christmas. Absolutely. That I lived there a couple of years. No, you guys are also wrong. I love it. I mean, if you think about it, more people live in the southern hemisphere than in the northern hemisphere. So really, our Christmas is way what more popular. What about the numbers that celebrate Christmas, though? Dude, 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 that, northern or southern hemisphere? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that, actually. No, actually. Do you know about that? But hold on. I want to know, since every Christmas movie that I am familiar with comes from the northern hemisphere, do uh, you have any Christmas movies that represent this warm summer I'm beach holiday? I'm going to use my well-known culture hegemony card. Uh-huh. And say, yeah, I mean, if we made more films, we'd make them. And, you know, no one's going to want to watch a Christmas film if there's so snow. I, gi- I give you that. I, I'll give in. But as far as I'm Hold concerned... On, what, I am curious, actually, what would that be like? What would be, I mean, what, what would be the feeling in the tone of the movie in a summer Christmas? What, I mean, what would you expect from Uruguay? I mean, I, people are going to the beach? That's a good point. People do go to the beach, but I think mostly people just get ready in a different way. I mean, Christmas... I mean, the way I understand Christmas, as I have experienced it in, you know, the countries that I lived in here in the Northern Hemisphere, is just this stressful time where people are so busy trying to set up their house and put up lots of ornaments, and it's cold, and people have to buy lots of gifts and wrap, and everyone's just stressed all the time. And the feeling down there is a lot, a lot, a lot more chill. I mean, and that's usually true in general, right? But in Christmas in particular, it's more, you know, it's a lot more chill. Uh, yeah, so it would be like a Christmas relaxing buying. vacation movie. Yes. Yes, it would. Hmm. But if you think about it, there's one time 
uh, in the Home Alone 2 when they're uh, maybe thinking about going to Miami and they talk about putting ornaments on a palm tree. Yeah. I think that's the closest to a warm Christmas film there, there is. All right, that, but there's that little conversation. Do you there. not have then some amount of you know cognitive dissonance or something uh, around the fact that so many of the traditions are seemingly cold weather traditions? Absolutely, dude. There's something really weird is that a lot of our food. For Christmas, I mean, not, not so much the main meals, but, you know, all the little food, you know, because there's all these little foods that you eat before and the snacks, yeah. etc. A lot of them are actually very wintry. So we have this, like, f- really heavy fruitcakes and, and puddings. Okay. And it's like, why are we eating this in December when it's, like, the hottest month of the year almost? You know, and that's probably, you know, the colonial legacy from all the Italians, the Spaniards, etc. Mm. And, of course, you know, what you see on TV and I mean, uh, what about uh, like so in, in Chile? They we eat call... fudge for crying out loud. We should be eating <laughs> fruit salad all day. I mean, we do. We have ice cream for it, sorts usually with fruit salad. That's, in in Chile, yeah. they have they do have Santa Claus, but he's el viejito pascuero. Yeah, that's weird though. But does I mean, he dress in like robes, like red, fuzzy, furry stuff with boots yeah. and a hat? I know. And stuff? Yeah, and is people. That a thing? Are, yeah, that is a thing. And the so people he's just sweating okay. to death. Okay, but I will explain one thing. Um, Santa Claus is a relatively new addition to uh, to the Christmas tradition of Latin countries, and I, you know that this is also the case in Spain, for example. Uh, before Christmas was more of a you know down low type holiday, and then the day where you actually got gifts that was uh, the day of the Reyes Magos, and that's the sixth. Of the Reyes Magos being the wise men. The wise men that came to see baby Jesus or mm-hmm. actually grown up Jesus or, you know, more like a three, four year old Jesus, depending on who you ask. No. And they came to give gifts. So Which he was is born, what day? Well, he was born on the 25th. So then it took Wait, some time for them to get... We're going to have to revisit that. Well, 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 I knew you were going to say something about that. So he was supposedly born on the 25th. And then it took some time for this Magi, wise men, kings, whatever. There were lots of things, these treaties, uh, to come over. And delivered the gifts. And that's why you get gifts on the With 6th of the January. Sixth. So it, it took them a good uh, 10 days. 10 days, yeah. No, that's, you know, 10 days of all the way from the Orient, I guess. I mean, we, isn't, isn't like Bethlehem and that area the Orient as well? Well, it's still Medio Oriente. Medi- uh, ah, the Middle East. So then they're They're, they're, they're from further east. Like the East East, I guess. Yeah, but well, except so for, from, I mean. like Japan and stuff. No, no. I mean, at least the... the because the, we the have I'm three familiar of with is that they came from like what is now Iraq. Well, you see, the thing is, in the tra- the, our tradition, I mean, at least the, the, the Latin, the Spaniard tradition, whatever, I guess it's a tradition somewhere else. I don't know. It's that there's three of them. One is Melchor, and Melchor is always depicted as a more of a traditional king. Like, you know, because you know, the, 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 the name we give them is kings, right? So, you know, with like a royal coat with like those little black bricks on the white coat etc yeah and then uh, so the, he's like a very british king he's melchor no yeah he's more <laughs> of a central european king yeah okay and then you have gaspar or casper right uh-huh. so melchior and casper gaspar and, is from france and yeah he's more he's more of a southern european looking king <laughs> okay and they have baltasar and baltasar is a black king and he always looks like more african oh. you know has like loads of so all of them though west of uh, the middle east right so they came so that, in so the wrong direction so that's kind of weird but you know yeah they come that's interesting the i mean i know they, they give you gifts and very important yeah you have to put grass and water for the camels that they're riding because they're riding yeah, camels. Yeah, they've been riding a long time. Also, and you put France. and they figure out who to give their gift by finding the right shoes. So you put your shoes out. Wait, so you have like the Dutch thing as well? 
Is that a Dutch thing? Yeah, they put out their wooden shoes and they fill them with treats and whatever. Is but that if, a thing? You're, if you're bad, they fill it with uh, poop or something. I don't remember. All right, but for, for the way the way I was taught is that you put your shoe out and then they leave you the box or whatever gift you get under your shoe. Okay. And then if you're bad, you get cold. Wait, do you not do gifts on Christmas Day? I mean, now it's more both. Like, you know, you got to get gifts on both days now. But before okay. it was like you, you get something very small on Christmas and the big day for gifts was on the 6th of January. Wait, do they, is there still, that was the same in is Spain, there still a separation like this? Do you get like the smaller things on Christmas? Absolutely, I think so, yeah. I mean, right. it, I guess it depends on the family, but I think okay. in general that's accepted as the way it should be. Okay, ah. that's interesting. So that wasn't, as far as I know, when I was living in Chile, that was not a thing. Chile really. is really weird. I mean, the viejo pascuero, what is that? Pascua is like Easter, that's like way far. No, but he's el viejito, he's not even el viejo, because mm. he must be little. I, I guess, know. fair and enough. And he walks. They they don't have him riding around in a sleigh with reindeer. He uh, he walks from I mean, house to house. I mean, I, I always made little sense. I mean, did you know that reindeer, I mean, you know, you know, because they all have names, reindeer. What's, what's the names you guys give well, reindeer? Well, of course, Rudolph, but Donder yeah. and Blitzen and Common yeah, and but, Cupid and But all whatever. those are male names, right? Yeah, But maybe. since I've been in Norway, I have kind learned. Kind of made up names. But yeah, yeah, but they all sound like male names. Like Blitzen, you, call, you don't call a girl Blitzen. Rudolph is definitely yeah, a boy's name, right? Cupid, that could be a girl. That could be a girl, I guess. Yeah. But anyway, they're all girls. Because male reindeer, they lose their antlers in the winter. So if they're flying around with their antlers, they must be girls. Yeah. Yeah. Which is fine. I mean, you know, girl power. I mean, I, I'm all about women taking leadership positions. But, you know, Rudolph is a boy's name. So, okay. You know, well, I do remember at some point in my life realizing reindeer were actual animals. They are, yeah. yeah I didn't know. I, I thought ate, they were made up for Christmas. I ate reindeer at my wedding. My, my little brother was a bit distressed. You ate reindeer? Yeah, we yeah. had reindeer steak at our wedding. Yeah, that was wow, good. That was, uh, but that was in Norway. That was in Norway. Norway is the land of Christmas, Norway I think. Norway is the land of Christmas. This is why we, we have a special guest to bring in here. We actually uh, are doing our best to have multiple viewpoints on the podcast. And we thought rather than butcher every Norwegian tradition, which we often do on this podcast because we're two outsiders. I'm so Norway. sorry, Norway. I'm uh, really sorry. But we, we thought we'd bring in a very special guest uh, married to Enzo, Eva. Hello, Hello Eva. Eva. Hello. Guyul. Guyul. Yeah. Happy Christmas. Yes, because Say today actually, Guyul. No. Happy Christmas. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> no, but we, we actually have started Christmas now, in my understanding of the Norwegian tradition, because today is like tiny Christmas, like little. Tomorrow, tomorrow is like little is Christmas. Lilyulaften. But what's today? For some kids, it would be Bittelilyulaften. Bittelilla you laughed So yeah. little tiny Christmas. What? I'm yeah. Scared. Yeah. I mean, just to put that in context, today we're the twenty second. Twenty second. Twenty second is little tiny Christmas. Yes. Christmas is a you big have deal little here. Christmas on the twenty third, and then Christmas Eve on the twenty fourth. Although you call Christmas Eve Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, because the twenty yeah, fifth isn't a thing for us. That's first the Yule Dag, the first so day of Christmas. So the day of Christmas, which is the twenty fifth, they call it the first day of Christmas. You yeah. know that song? The first day of Christmas. They have like ten days at least. <laughs> All right. of December is Christmas for us. Holy yes. crap. So, but so you have so much to be very clear when you're setting plans with a Norwegian around Christmas and they say it's on Christmas. 
you have to specify which Christmas. Yeah. I have found. Is it little yeah. Christmas or a bit to little Christmas? No, or? it's the twenty fourth. Like the if it's is on Christmas, Christmas you laugh. So Christmas, Christmas Eve, Eve is Christmas. Yeah. And, and then, the then you have Advent, which is all of the time leading up to Christmas from the fourth Sunday before Christmas. Yeah. So it could start in November, actually, depending in on November. the calendar. And then you have Rumjul, which is between Christmas and New Year's. Okay, hold on. We need to rewind this a little bit because it's already getting. Confusing. How many Christmas are there? Let's no, take this back. Let's wait, take wait, this wait, wait. back to the beginning. So let's say it's the beginning of December. We actually don't get into the Christmas time period until well, we start Advent. Yeah. Advent is the first day of December. Yeah. And then uh, no, it's the first Sunday of. Uh, the four Sundays before Christmas Eve. Wait a minute, but when I give... So it's a very traditional thing here to give your child an Advent calendar. That starts on the 1st of December. That starts on the 1st of December. Yeah. And there's those two types of Advent, isn't there? You have Advent the whole Sundays. Yeah. And you have the Advent calendar that's okay. just... Yeah. The Advent calendar, just to clarify, because to me as a uh, someone from the US, this was little interesting was this not a thing in the well US? we have advent calendars but they'll only just be like a little piece of chocolate that you would have every day oh that's but, what i do with my kids though. okay but it's very common in norway that the advent calendar is a gift every day yeah, yeah but that's because you live in a rich neighborhood like. <coughs> well i, I mean know. people in my well i lived in a rich neighborhood too but I, we had I chocolates in, in my calendar <laughs> because we were sensible people no all right but no. even if it's a little <laughs> gift like it might be they have these really cool lego advent calendars which are awesome yeah. like every day yeah, you yeah. have a new little lego guy to put yeah. together or something one of my co-workers had different teas advent calendar yeah. had oh, different tea, type of tea. Cool. Day, yeah. and then well, another like, one had a different gin so it's yeah. a gin advent calendar. <laughs> yeah. or it can be like a puzzle and you get some pieces each day and then you can finish it at the yeah, end yeah yeah oh, I've seen oh, those. Wow. so those are really cool actually yeah. so we we actually have adopted that a bit in our, our family with our three kids we're mm. but we're really only doing the chocolate advent yeah. calendar but still we we do that every <laughs> every morning they start their morning with that so that's the first kickoff to christmas is when you give the advent calendar and you start on the first but then Advent starts the first Sunday of December. The f- no, the, it needs to be four Sundays before Christmas Eve. <laughs> okay. So it, could, it could be in November. It could be in November. Okay. Oh, wow. So that might so, be the kickoff. Yeah. Mind blown. So then you have a you know, slightly nicer dinner than usual maybe, and you light uh, the f- four candles. Right. So on the first Sunday... You have one candle and you like recite a poem. And there's a whole or say poem a song or for something. the candles. And then the next Sunday you like two, and you can keep burning the one candle the whole week, but only the one. So then you have okay. gradually you get like a, a sort of so staircase yeah. of So um, by the time January comes, you have like really uneven candles. Yes. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Okay, that, that actually is a good clarification for me because we've been trying to adopt the candles thing, the four candles, but we only light them on the Sundays. But yeah. I could have kept them burning as I light them. They could be burning. Yeah, but only the one yeah, yeah. according to the So, so each Sunday in. I'm going to light the new one and then by the Sunday immediately before Christmas I'll light the fourth one. Yes, exactly. Okay. So it's like a really low-key version of an advent calendar that only has kind four of. points. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a good. little bit like Hanukkah. Yeah. I mean, I still, I mean, isn't isn't uh, this all, okay, carry on with all the different Christmases, actually. Well, yeah, because I'm, I'm just we, getting stressed. I'm no. getting stressed with all these Christmases. Holy no, crap. No, no actually, too many of them. No, but if, if we lean back from it a little bit and look at how Norway does it, I actually think it's a very relaxed 
Christmas. Relax. Yeah. I'm, I'm so stressed all no, the time. No, the Norwegian... There's so much expectation. No, there's the so month of December is so nice in Norway because everything is... It's kushli. Yeah. Everything is cozy. Is cozy. It's, it's lights. It's candle lights. It's, you know, subdued stuff. It's it, dinners with friends and family. You see, the thing what, what gets to me is that, you know, this is also... And I do see the point of making it nice because this is the most miserable time of the year in Norway. This is the time where it's the coldest. There's not usually that much snow at the early in early December. There so used it, to be though. There used to be apparently. Yeah. Thanks, well, global warming. Remember, we are talking Oslo because you know yeah, the well, majority yeah, the of North, Norway yeah. has snow. I forget yeah. that there's more than Oslo there's in Norway. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, countryside people. Um, so I mean, uh, you know, so it's already quite miserable, right? So I'm already a bit depressed. There's no sun. I'm a bit sad. The day is like two hours long because that's. <laughs> when you see the sun and it's cloudy so you don't see any sun and then everyone's like yes it's terrible outside but it's fine because soon it's Christmas and Christmas is magical and amazing and I'm like where is the beach this much I have bought in where is barbecuing outside you're coming from the wrong hemisphere for this I know but this is as someone who came from a cold is that I get stressed because everyone's so excited and happy about it I'm like wow Sorry. No, as someone who came from a cold <laughs> climate and a very commercial country, the Norwegian version is really nice because I do think it is really kuchly. It's really cozy. They they Thank light you. a lot of candles. They have burning like torches outside of is buildings it? and yeah, restaurants we, and okay. stuff. We put lights everywhere because it's so dark. Can I say so. one thing about all those candles? Fire hazard. Like ninety percent of the houses here are made out of wood, and so you have people yeah, literally putting candles on the trees. Have you ever met a Norwegian or a, a more fire conscious country than Norway? Because that was the only uh, like orientation I got when I was hired was the fire chief of my floor talking to me about fires. And everywhere that I've ever gone to like stay in someone's yeah, cabin, but that's because everyone's putting they, candles well, everywhere. But of they course, do a, they, have to they do a really careful. good job of being careful. Yeah, about. they put ca- live candles on their trees sometimes, man. Nah. That's that stuff's. Dangerous. My neighbor did that. Yeah. That's dangerous. Uh, and their house is made out of wood. Most people have electrical candy, I don't candles. Know, I don't know. I think it's all fire hazard. Okay. And I'm from uh, South America. But aside, Stuff burns all the time. Aside from the fire hazard, though, it's a nice, cushly, cozy time. You start yes. with the potentially advent, but the advent calendar. Yeah. You start to do what they call Yulebord. Which yes. is which means Christmas <laughs> table. Holy crap, dude! We need a whole different podcast <laughs> I know, just but, for you. But just to give a, a brief explanation, Eula Board is where you actually you do it multiple times throughout December with different groups of people. It can be people from your work. It can be friends. It can be family. It can be different groups of friends. So you maybe do this three, four, five times throughout December. You get together. You have a lavish dinner that goes late into the night. People drink like there's no tomorrow, and it's a bunch of singing and jolliness. It's a very uh, fun time for adults. That's also yeah. a time for sexual harassment lawsuits and stuff. Yeah, no, the unwritten rule is what happens at Eulabord stays at Eulabord. Well, that's the yeah. problem right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we need a whole so, podcast. Just yeah, no, there may be some issues, crap. but anyway, let's <laughs> let's look at it as a nice tradition. There's Eulabords going on, and then yeah. there's also... I think the weird thing about Eulabord is that that's when people that never talk to you at work come and talk to you, hang out, and give you hugs, and they're like, yeah, you're awesome, and then they never talk to you again for the rest of the year. <laughs> I know, you but never it's, see them it's, again. it's permission it's really weird. in a very kind of introverted uh, culture like Norway. It's yeah. permission for everybody to open up and talk and be loud and be nice I like yeah, it Eulabord is nice okay <laughs> but then we make it to I don't even know the date Santa Lucia oh yeah that's the 
13th of December. 13th of December. Yeah. Tell us what in the world Santa Lucia is. Ooh, I don't really know enough to No, feel but give us the Norwegian cultural context, not a history lesson. Okay. Well, I mean, it's about uh, a saint, uh, Lucia, who, and, and the tradition comes from Sweden. And uh, Every, what? Everything good comes from Sweden. Ha 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 ha. Uh, but anyway, the way that it's celebrated here is uh, that all the kids, they have to dress up in white and they do a little parade through their school or uh, kindergarten and sometimes they'll go and visit like uh, senior centers and stuff. And they sing songs and they have candles and then we eat this thing called lussekatter, which is uh, rolls, sweet rolls with saffron or gurkemeje, which is a cheaper thing that makes it yellow but doesn't taste as nice. And yeah, well, every every year you have to get up really, really early because you have to do it like before parents need to go to work and stuff. So it can be kind of a hassle. Yeah. So here, here it is from my kids' school. You can see it there on his Wait a minute. Wait a minute. No, I'm playing the oh, no. audio here. This is singing. But hold on, <laughs> that was them singing English. That's not. Yeah, what but I think I don't think he could put it up with the video because that's like not allowed. Oh, here we go. It's privacy. Thing. Kids. For shit kids, oh, of yeah. course. Okay, hold on. This is something to see. The sound should be okay. So what you can't see in the video is beautiful children dressed all in white, carrying candles. The girls are wearing some kind of crown. Yeah, there's one girl in the front who has a, a crown, and all the other girls just have to have a candle. And usually okay. it's like the prettiest blonde girl that gets elected. <laughs> well, and then what? Hold on, before we dive into that, <laughs> what about the boys that are wearing the tall, pointed white caps that look like in the U.S. what I would call a dunce cap? Yeah, I'm not sure actually. I think that was just kind of to include the boys. Ku Klux Klan. They, it they does look, look like a little, little bit like that. Yeah. I mean, all of them look like kind tiny cute ghosts because the they're all carrying these candles things, lighting up their faces <laughs> and wearing white. So it's so, like a procession of tiny ghosts. Okay, so I looked into it this year because that was my son's class that you heard, and he was doing it this year. We had I, to, I look into it every year, uh, but I forget. You always time. forget. So there was apparently there was a young girl who had promised herself to you know become I don't know a nun or something. She yeah. was she was not going to ever uh, get married. And her mother promised her to marry someone, and she said no. She had made a promise to God that she wouldn't, and so the but this promise had already been made to somebody she was supposed to marry. So they dragged her to court. They initially couldn't drag her; like they tried to tie like a cattle to her to drag her or something, and they couldn't. Anyway, eventually they get her to court and they burned her alive, I believe. At some point, they tore out her eyes. Sounds really lovely. I mean, yeah. I think the whole point is based on pre-Christian traditions. I mean, at the time, you know, of course, we, we're talking about the darkest time of the year. So, of course, there's probably like lots of weird crap. That's well, yeah, I mean, we have all mind. the winter solstice and all that exactly. stuff. Which is right. why we have all the light and the good exactly. food. So, and hence, to hence all the, the candles and walking Christmas. around. Right. And so I mean, the crown has candles as well. Yes, I mean, the, the yeah. crown has candles. Another so, very fire safe Well, no, so tradition. to say from what I've seen, so this uh, we didn't mention, but this is, it's a Christian tradition here. It yeah. comes to the state church in Norway is Lutheran, and it's a, you know, it's a very tied to that tradition. But it became very popular in Scandinavia because the early missionaries that brought Christianity here kind of tied St. Lucy, Santa Lucia, to this, this celebration they already had of a celebration of light. 
Yeah. Right. So during this Tarkus time of year, December 21st, just a few days prior, we have Santa Lucia and it's all about mm. candles and light and yeah. yeah. And what I like yeah, is yeah. that they didn't change the name. I mean, Yule, it's uh, it's just the old Yule uh, thing. I, I yeah. mean, they, they didn't even change Yule the name of the celebration. They're like, okay, this thing you used to do for Odin, now it's for Jesus. We <laughs> <laughs> well, just go with it. Yeah. Yeah. It well, worked. <laughs> it, it did work. Okay, so we have Santa Lucia, which is mainly a children thing and mm. light and whatnot. Think tiny cute ghosts. That'll tiny cute you. ghosts and uh, boys in these tall white uh, KKK hats. No, well, in, in, in Lucas and them, our kids, they had blue hats with stars on them. Oh, they did. They did. So they were tiny wizards. I was paying yeah. attention to that and I absolutely remember that. <laughs> yes. Sounds I like. filmed it. We can check yeah, later. We'll and they carried a little uh, stick with a star on it. Yes, they carry sticks with stars. They yeah. are wizards. Holy crap! Yeah, they're wizards. They're wizards. Yeah, they're wizards. I like it. Yeah. Okay, so we have that. <laughs> then we make it up to the actual uh, Lille Yule, which is tomorrow, the twenty third. Lille Yule Lofton. Yes. Okay, and the tradition normally little on the little Christmas day. little Christmas day little the, Christmas Eve. No. Lille okay. Yulaften. No, Aften means evening. Evening. Okay, yeah. evening. Yeah, okay. A little Christmas enough. evening. So, yeah, okay, fair enough. what you would have normally done on the 23rd is put up your tree. Yes, at least in my family. And I think most people before, but people change and now people put it up when they want to. But yeah, the tradition is to put it up on the 23rd. You shouldn't have it until it's actually Christmas. Right, so this is That's one of the so things. Late. I know But it is we late. have all the other things, like we have the candles and the advent lights, and we have the, mm. the star in the window that goes up like on the first Sunday of Advent, and the Christmas calendar will be hanging. A lot of people have um, a thing to put Christmas um, mail because everyone sends Christmas letters, so of you'll, like, they do. you'll display them or put them in a, in a little decorated Christmassy thing hanging on the wall. So you have have other forms of decorations is in it, December. Is it, you know what we do for those? We put them in the tree because the tree's been there like for a long time. Because <laughs> you know you have boxes with ornaments in the basements. I mean you can't have boxes of ornaments in the basement and have it just for like three days of the year. And you gotta get to well, the juice out of them. But people they leave the their tree, tree up into January. Yeah? yeah, yeah, yeah. Till middle of January or something. No. Still, I mean, so we, this is one of the ways. Your tree? We take down the tree when someone <laughs> when someone. I said, all right, we need to take down the tree. That's well, that, okay, okay, that's the same here. <laughs> yeah, but, but as, as, as the foreigner here, actually, no, I have to say, one year our tree started to sprout again. Like it got <laughs> oh. these nice light green sprouts. Wow. Yeah, and that's then we amazing. just kept it for a while because yeah, it was all super beautiful. fresh and nice. We considered maybe keeping it for Easter and putting little chicks and eggs in it. <laughs> and why not? I'd be yeah. happy to have a tree. We, we didn't. Easter but, tree. You know, oh, it was, Easter uh, tree. Yeah. Oh, Easter tree. We actually have a song about how Christmas lasts until Easter. It does. Mm. Huh. So, so, so we, we as foreigners, this is one of the first ways that our neighbors thought we were crazy. Is because we put up our tree. Actually, it's very normal in the U.S. that the day after Thanksgiving, which is mm. the fourth Thursday in November. November, dude, that's too early. <laughs> no, but as soon as Thanksgiving ends in the U.S., it's Christmas time. Yeah. I mean, they actually are trying to push it ahead of, of Thanksgiving even. But I mean, really accepted generally is that the day after Thanksgiving, Christmas time starts, and it's very normal to get your tree then or a few days after. Mm. And so at we least you get your juice out of your ornaments. I mean, I, yeah. I, I support that. But we, we we get our tree up, and then we have it up all month and whatever. But then I bring over some Norwegian friends. You know, December fourth, fifth, sixth, mm. and they see my tree, and they're like. Got really excited this year, didn't you? We usually have a live tree or a fake tree. Well, because we do even buy it that time of year. 
No, we actually, so that's part of our, what we have to wait for. The first year we went and found a small live tree that was like a potted yeah. one. And mm, we, that's okay. what we used. Nice. The, the second two years, we've had to wait until they're willing to sell, which they're getting better at doing it early. <laughs> so we, we get it like the second week in a uh, week of December now yeah. is when we got it this year, and we buy a live tree. Because uh, yeah, because uh, one problem can be that they they might you know start dying if you put them in your house too early. No, but of they course they do. They drop it, needles everywhere. It's great. But yeah, no, but you you want it to look nice on Christmas Eve so if you put it too early then you're just gonna have a dead tree by the time Christmas All right. Eve comes and so you're gonna we, have to we actually had a massive pot with dirt and that's where we put our tree and we watered it and it was fine you're gonna have to clarify for everybody that's imagining that Uruguay is like this tropical palm tree country in South America we actually have lots of pines you guys have pines everywhere I mean <laughs> loads actually, of pines Uruguay is actually not that different from Denmark kind of it's like flat and but but more tropical but and, know, and we speak more intelligibly uh, than Denmark <laughs> Danish yeah, yeah but no like one knows what they're England, saying yeah, yeah, I mean, similar I would types say, I would of plants say, and stuff, but you also have. I would some say if you things. if you're gonna look at the latitude and if you're listening to the podcast, I would hope you've seen a map at some point. <laughs> I mean, the latitude of Uruguay is actually pretty much the same as northern France. Yeah. You know, or southern France maybe. Yeah. I so, mean, we had palms in England and South Sea. We had palms in yeah. England. And you don't have them like you, to get bananas in your way. You have to go further north. Yeah, because it's too warm. It's yeah. too cold. I mean, yeah, Uruguay's exactly. kind of cold, but no, it's it's a moderate. It's a temperate country. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so so there's lots have, of pines. We pines, would have had a pine, a real pine, not a plastic pine, not a, a, a palm tree with ornaments like on that one scene in Home Alone too. Uh, <laughs> it, it's a it's a thing. But we were there now. Yeah, we were. Yeah. And I thought it was quite weird to see like snowy ornaments uh, that, in Uruguay in summer. You know, that, that is a societal debate that people that, have sometimes. Yes, Why do we even do that? I would have enjoyed it. just doesn't make sense. It, it doesn't. just looks out of place. Completely. And I think it would be much nicer if you had like relevant decorations for your Absolutely. You know, and you know what I'm going to do again for the second time in this podcast? I'm going to use the cultural hegemony card <laughs> and say no one makes freaking uh, ornaments for the summer because they're all made in China and they're all made for uh, people from the Hold on. Maybe that's America our and next Europe. project. Maybe that's we should design project. Christmas. Summer Christmas. <laughs> summer Christmas no. ornaments. No, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. Christmas ornaments as opposed to winter Christmas. <laughs> like the Olympics. No, but I'm, I'm like interested. Eva, I'm interested because uh, you just uh, were in Uruguay for three or four weeks, yeah. and it was nearing the Christmas time. Yes. Was any kind of Christmas stuff going on, and was it strange to you being in Uruguay at this time? Well, I mean, I've been before, and it was not very strange. I mean, it is strange that it's summer. That does not feel quite like Christmas. It was weird the first time I spent Christmas there. Um, I didn't get like fully the Christmas feeling that I do here, just like Enzo doesn't when I he is here. I was full on Christmas mode down there. <laughs> no, but you, you actually, but I, I, I think the two years ago, you guys were there on Christmas, right? Yeah. You actually did presents there and everything. Yeah, and we've done that twice now. Ooh, presents is a good thing to talk about. When no, do we, you we need to talk about that. Mm. Yeah. yeah, when do you open your presents, Mike? So in the U.S., you definitely open them Christmas morning. That's Which the is the thing. date? 25th. 25th in the morning. No. And in Norway, when do you open your Christmas? On the evening of the 24th. On the evening of the 24th. So like and you left it. What time? In well, in our family, it could be as late as like 11 or something because we're supposed to do it after we eat and the turkey would always take way too long because it would be too frozen or something. 
Um, but different families do it differently. Anytime after like four, I guess. So in the middle of the twenty fourth. Yeah. Okay. And when when do the Christmas the gifts get put under the tree? Wait for me. Yeah. For us, we the children go. I mean, there are always a few that are under the tree to begin with because maybe they're a gift that the kids are giving each other or someone yeah, yeah, yeah. someone has given the family. But when the kids go to bed on the evening of the 24th and the parents have to wait an hour or two till they're actually asleep, then we bring up everything that you put under the tree. There you go. Yeah. And for you? It's the same, but on the 23rd, which means that the kids will have to look at wait the a minute. under all day the long? tree all day long. No, this I didn't know. Oh, yeah. Oh, all yeah. day on the 24th. Yeah. They're no. torture. So you wake up on the 24th, and it's amazing because the tree is there for the first time because you put it up on the 23rd, you know. Horrible. Too late. So you wake up, and it's dark, and you see the shining tree. That you didn't light the lights the night before, so you, it's the first time you see it shining, and then it's full of gifts, and you Wait go. And they have to wait. And you go and you look at all of the tags and yeah, you find is out this what you yours, do as a child? And you like shake them and exactly. squeeze them and you, try to find out what's yours. How do you yours? not just open them? No, no wonder Norwegians have incredible self-restraint. You've been training every twenty <laughs> fourth of December okay. your entire life. Yeah. Okay. I'll explain how it is for us because you know, first of all, the fact that you have to go to bed on the twenty fourth just blows my mind because we would probably stay up. Like until like four in the morning on the twenty fourth to the next day. Okay, so what happens is that you have dinner at around eleven in the evening on the twenty fourth, and then suddenly you hear and was that freaking fireworks because people are playing with fireworks. So you go out, you play with fireworks, and by the time you come back in, it's like <gasps> suddenly the trees full gift, and that's when Santa came and dropped all the gifts in when you were not watching. But not obviously. No, not the rage. Not the three wise men. No, no, no. They come at night. Okay. So then you have to wait until what? Until it's Christmas. So only midnight. after midnight can you open the gates because then it's Christmas. And I guess technically and you could wait till the morning, but who's going to do that? So you and usually the fireworks are at midnight. Too, at so midnight. you don't have to wait at all. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like you get like two hours with the gifts down there, a little bit of expectations maybe. Well, but that's in, it. In Uruguay, does somebody and come then, that's dressed up as Santa? That's really weird. They that, do that in Chile. They do that, and they in, do Norway. that in Norway. Yeah, yeah no, no, no. In Norway, they Almost do that never. several times during December. Almost never. And I think the reason is because whomever <laughs> will have to wear that suit would hate you for it. Because for the it's summer. So, so, it's so hot. So. Okay, but then tell me, I, because I don't actually know still for Norway. So, okay, mm. your gifts are out all day on the 24th. Yeah. But at some time on the 24th, doesn't Yulinisa show up or something? Uh, he might, if if uh, if it's possible, people will arrange so that. You've that got a happens. neighbor or a family member that comes, yeah. and they and then what do they do? The gifts are already there. Oh, they have extra gifts. Oh, they bring a few more. Yeah, more gifts. they bring a few more. So you have gifts from the family and from each other with tags to and from and then everything, and then you have some extra from Yulinissen from okay. Santa Claus. Mm -hmm. Also, that's the thing, Yulinissen, because Nisse is not yeah. really the same in Norway. This is very important. Okay. Here, yeah. it's, it, this guy, this is not the same guy. Man. I mean, this now it's Santa the same he's guy, but, one but of it's the based elves. on... No, no, no. Yeah, it's, it's based on a completely different concept, and okay. it's kind of merged it's kind of Hold on. Santa I need to know the concept, because I know, I know about Do the Do you know Nisse. what a is? Yeah, they're like right? the little whatever. They live in your they're house. They like live in this gnomes, forest. But they're not. They're not. They're the Norwegian version of yeah. gnomes, kind of. You see, the problem is that when people translate things... Yeah, it's so a have, different thing. I mean, Baggage. Nisse sometimes translated as gnomes, sometimes translated elf. as goblins, sometimes translated as elf. Yeah, they're And, you know, the gnomes names of all these either. things, Tolkien messed up. 
Okay. I'm just gonna say this. Okay, but the Nisa are like little things that live in the forest. They might live in your house. They're yeah, they're there all year people. round. It's yeah, not you Christmas. Have, you have Goshen in like a farm Nisa. You have the forest Nisa. You have Fjell Nisa. You have you know they live different yeah. places and do different things. Okay. They have different purposes. So, but the one that shows up at your house is Yulenisa, but it's just one of the Yulenisa. He is Santa Claus, but we have kept the name Nisa because we already had the concept of Nisa. And it used to be a, a Nisa that would stay at the farm and kind of help out there. And it, and you give him gifts and, and like, like you would, yeah, you would and give him porridge, porridge and oh, you'd give him the porridge. first uh, mm. like home brew of the year and stuff so that he would be happy so that he would mess up your farm. Uh, so that's kind of where the actual Nisa at Christmas okay. comes from. Okay, but what I would want to know before we kind of round this thing out is you guys have totally different concepts of Christmas. Yeah. But you're raising two children. Mm-hmm. What do you do to combine these two things? What is it like here? Uh, I think it's mostly a cold war. I would yeah, say. I guess. A cold war of Christmases. <laughs> where and, <laughs> and we kind of adapt depending on where we celebrate. Because we yeah. celebrate different places, different years. So then wherever we are, we kind of follow more whatever is happening there. And we, we don't really emphasize the whole, you know, making Santa Claus a real thing, I think. Not not super much, because really, you know, okay, so Santa Claus is here, but down there, uh, here's Yulinice, and here he eats porridge, but then down there he has a whole different schedule suddenly. Yeah, so it's kind of complicated. And what's up with the Reyes? Why don't they come to Norway? You yeah, know, when you they know? come to But you guys do celebrate Reyes here. No, because it's we, too cold and the camels can't make it and it's way cheaper not to have to go to <laughs> So, okay. you know. So, but, Reyes only happens in Uruguay. Yeah, 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 but in Uruguay they come. In Uruguay yeah. they come. Here, dude, you can't bring the camels all the way up okay. here in the yeah. winter. But it's here you get not, the reindeer. So but do you... Not do you, sustainable. Do you hmm. put presents out on the morning of the 24th? Yes. Do we? Yes. <laughs> I guess we do. Yeah. <laughs> and now do you no, now we do. Lucas is prepared for that and he knows that he has to wait. And he says, and he's very good. He's so much better than his dad because he <laughs> says that, you know, a big part of the whole thing is the expectation and the surprise. Ah. Yeah, he actually, yeah. actually, actually very excited yeah. about having so to hold wait. On. What yeah. time of day then are they going to open them? Are they going to wait till midnight? I'm going to see the thing is, well, I, have, not, I, <laughs> not I have no restraint. I have no restraint. I mean, that's why we, we're opening it. That's why they get down the tree like almost at 11 because otherwise I would open them right away. Mm. So yeah. I reckon like by noon we'll have open half the presents. The other day, I actually noticed him sneaking around looking for his gifts for me. Yeah, yeah. Who? Uh, Lucas, right? No, yeah. Enzo, my dad. Me? Yeah, Lucas I hasn't tried because that. the surprise is the fun. I would never do oh, that yes. on my honor. Oh, shame, yeah, buddy. Okay. <laughs> I have a feeling like uh, Christmas traditions here in the, the household are going to be continually shifting. Well, I mean, yeah. my tradition is to not have tradition. Yeah. I mean, so, always make a different meal, always do something different, and hopefully wake up and play video games. Mm. So my compromise is to do as little as possible. So it's like I try to not feel like I have to bake all sorts of things. You're supposed to like seven types there of cakes. There are seven things. different types of cakes you're supposed to bake. No, and they're not cake. They're no. like this dry biscuit thing. Well, there's like 40 different, but you have to have at least seven. At least seven. Yeah. Norway. But we have Hashtag Norway. Less. Yeah, yeah. So my, my job is to minimize and make it easier and more chill. And the Enzo's job is to kind of you know cope with doing something <laughs> yeah. yeah okay and maybe just pretend it's sunny outside 
Yeah. <laughs> okay, so the, to, to round out our discussion here, we did do a little Google search of uh, interesting Chris, Christmas traditions around the world. And of course, we know, listeners, that there are many other traditions at this time of year not related to Christmas, and we're very happy for all of those. In fact, may take those up in further discussion. This one we uh, decided to focus on Christmas because mostly because that's what I know. I mean, I don't know anything else. No, I mean, no, no. we'd like to find a good guest to bring on to talk to us about absolutely. Hanukkah or uh, anything else that's being celebrated. What else celebrated. is there? Well, I mean, Ramadan is incredibly important. It doesn't yeah, fall but that's around this time. No, yeah, but that would be really an interesting. I guess it would be a analogous version of Christmas. Mm, I guess. Uh, yeah, absolutely. It changes uh, with the lunar calendar. It's earlier yeah. right now, but give it a few years. It might, I'll, it'll it might get to Christmas. Yeah. Oh, that'll be awesome. Yeah. Oh, you get some really angry yeah. people commenting on YouTube videos. <laughs> well, then there's a lot we didn't discuss about, like the New Year, which is a big thing in a lot of countries. They have their own yeah. traditions. Which New Year? Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so there's much more we can discuss this when we focus yeah. on Christmas. But let's throw out some of those interesting traditions that we found. Enzo, I want to hear about Cagatillo. Cagatillo. Well, I, I was not going to talk about that one, but I'll tell you about that one. Please. Because in Catalonia, or at least in some parts of Catalonia, what people do, they, people decorate the log. They put a face and a hat and a smiley face and everything. And uh, and then it, this is a log that you put on your table and you have to feed it with like nuts and, you know, dried fruits, etc. And then you hit it and it poops candy, essentially. So that's a Christmas thing. That's fantastic. Because defecating candy is, you know, joy for the whole family. And cagatillo is cagatillo, like yeah. uncle poop. Yeah, yeah, shitting poop. Yeah. Shitting uncle, shitting I think. Uncle, yeah. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if in Catalan tío means something else. No, I'm it could sure. be true. Yeah. They, it, this, it, 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 I don't know if they were doing right by guessing the Spanish. Yeah, I think it might be that. I am sorry, people from the Republic of Catalonia, if you are, if I am mistranslating this. Another thing I found out is that in Japan, people go to KFC for Christmas. Yes, That's this, thing, is, this is something I knew. KFC had a really successful campaign there advertising to them about how in the U.S. everybody eats KFC on Christmas, which is totally not true. I don't think that's what it was. This is what uh, I had what, read. What I read was that um, uh, back then there were lots of soldiers and uh, people that were stationed in Japan, and that was pretty much the only place where they could get a whole chicken roasted and cooked. Mm-hmm. So they would go there and buy whole chickens. That's what I heard. And but then it's not, after a, that, a whole roasted chicken is also not really a Christmas. Well, thing. but it's close, <laughs> close enough to a turkey, I yeah. guess. And then after that, they just were like, "Okay, we're just gonna run with this, and we're gonna serve yeah. whole." But chicken. I, I've heard it's 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 these. such a big thing. I mean, you order the whole meal from KFC, and you actually have to schedule it well in advance because it's a big thing that they're wow. delivering and stuff. So it's supposed to be a big thing. Ah, oh, the joys of corporate capitalism, yes. holidays. Yes. Hmm. Let's call it globalism. Globalism. It's the world coming together. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, All right. Ava, what do you got? Any strange traditions you read about or know about? Um, uh, mostly from Norway. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Throw out a weird Norwegian one. Well, we have the almonds in the porridge. Yeah, Ooh, this one I meant to bring up. That. What does that do? Once yeah. I got one. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, we have to take uh, an almond and you peel it. You take off the skin and you hide it inside of porridge. And then everyone who eats uh, will get a random serving of porridge and the one who gets the almond gets a price. What is the price? Usually a marzipan pig, but sometimes there will be an alternative for people who don't like marzipan. Okay, but why in the world is it a marzipan pig? I don't know. Marzipan is like big at Christmas. I don't know why. Marzipan is a Christmas thing. Yeah, Yeah. marzipan is a Christmas thing. Especially marzipan pigs and you can get them like huge with a red bow and stuff. 
Mm. So if you want a marzipan pig, you need to get the almond. Mm -hmm. And they do it in schools and in kindergartens and in family parties and on Christmas in your own family. And you can also have it as a dessert option where you whip cream into it and have it like that with red mm. sauce or something. Yeah, it's good sometimes. And sometimes it's, eh, it's kind of like a rose con leche. Mm -hmm. you know? mm. yeah. With an almond. So did you find any weird or... I, yeah. I, I should not say weird. Not even really, so much. I mean, most things are weird. I mean, just the fact that we celebrate on the 25th is weird for people that celebrate <laughs> Christmas on the 6th of January. So not weird, but do you find any interesting Christmas traditions? No, I, I did think it's a, it's worth pointing out. I mean, we're, we're focusing on Christmas, but also recognizing how diverse Christmas is. In, in fact, even within the Christian world, there's a huge split, right? Absolutely. So, I mean, the, the Orthodox Christmas isn't the 25th of December. It's January 6th. Sixth. It's the same day as the race. Okay, and maybe that had some impact on your uh, celebration. Probably. Race. I have no idea. Yeah. But, uh, no, I was thinking I had read a little bit about the Christians in Lebanon in celebrating Christmas. Um, and Lebanon is, you know, it, it's if, if you know the history of that country, there's, you know, quite a significant Christian population there. Um, and I don't really know enough to, to be authoritative on this at all. Just to say that one of the interesting things that they do is that they, they pass around a piece of coal... Uh, that is representative of sin before Jesus Christ came, and then they light it on fire until it's burned up because it's the idea being that Jesus washed away those sins. Which I thought was interesting. They also referred to him in what I was reading as the shepherd, uh, Jesus Christ, which was interesting because that's not, at least in my tradition, that he was a shepherd. He was a carpenter from the, the, the version of Christianity that I have. So anyway, just interesting. Everywhere. He had a side gig. Maybe I assume they, everybody probably had some livestock that they took care of. Absolutely. But the thing about the coal that reminds me of when we went to Christmas in Tenerife when, <laughs> yeah. when you lived there, and uh, you guys would give like fake coal to each other. It was yeah, like sh sugar coal, and the idea was that if you got a lump of coal instead of gifts, you hadn't been good that year. Yeah, you were, we were a bad boy. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. And then you'd get super sad, and then they'd be like, "Ah, oh, no, there's some gifts over here." Huh? But you could at least eat this version. Yeah, it's yeah. sugar. It's like yeah, this it's black sugar that looks so like all coal. The, it's all the candy nice. shops and things will have all this coal-looking candy <laughs> around Christmas. You get some sad kids. I with wonder. That, if, wonder if that come, has anything to do with what Mike talks about. Maybe. No, that's the sin that instead of burning it you give it to someone in a box <laughs> no but it's like it is because you've been yeah. bad right yeah absolutely yeah, Could interesting be. interesting stuff interesting right. Christmas so this rounds out uh, our Christmas podcast conversation I think uh, for me it's just interesting that humans all over the world are celebrating something at this time of year and there's traditions that kind of bind people together and that bring them into family and they do interesting things Enzo's tradition is to not have traditions. We'll Absolutely. see how that one works out in the future as far as binding his family together. <laughs> I wish all of you a very happy Christmas that is chill and free of any unnecessary burdens yeah, that one has to do because enjoy the other people burdens. want to. Yeah. That's the thing. I would wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Boo you. Boo you. Boo you. Yeah. <laughs>